Eli preaches God's word. Let's give him our attention. Let's give God our respect. And uh, Eli, take it away, bro. Well, thank you very much, Danny. Thank you very much. Uh, well, as he said, my name is Eli. Can you guys hear me okay? Am I? Th- thank you. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, like he said, my name is Eli. I, uh, I study the Bible. That's my textbook. Whenever I go to school, um, I get to bring my Bible with me, and that's what we, we open up. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, we're in a series right now uh, called All as One, all right? <clears throat> And we've been going through the book of Ephesians, all right, in chapter 4. If you guys have your Bibles with you, uh, open them up, uh, get there. If your neighbor has one, mooch off of them. There's more in the back, uh, which it looks like Danny's grabbing some of those. So I just recommend that you guys have one of those with you. Um, And I want to have a little bit of fun right at the beginning here. Um, First, we're going to pray, and then we're going to have a little thought experiment, okay? So let's pray. Dear Lord, as we come before you, we just ask and pray that your spirit would move, that your word would be heard, received, and understood, and acted out. Uh, may your, may you, what you give to these students tonight, may it be something that goes with them uh, for the rest of their lives. Uh, impact them, May it not be by the words of my mouth, but by the work of your hand uh, that they would hear and that they would receive and they would live in accordance uh, with your, your scriptures. So, Lord, we just ask all of this in your holy and matchless name. Amen. Okay. Okay. Everyone stand up. I know we just all sat down and put our chairs out, but everyone stand up. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> okay. Everyone's up. Now I want everyone to close their eyes. Close your eyes. Don't look at your neighbor. Just close your eyes, and I want you to imagine with me a five-year-old. Just a little five-year-old, okay? So he's pretty small. Maybe he's cute. Maybe he's not. It's not a part of the question. Uh, So you have this five-year-old, and then I want you to imagine he is wearing a triple XL shirt. Wow, right? Now it's really weird. Okay, you're looking, you're laughing, and you say, man, that really does not fit that five-year-old. All right? Well, he's five because we said so. Uh, So you're laughing, you're chuckling, and as you're seeing this five-year-old wearing a triple XL shirt, you imagine that, and you notice that, man, that really does not look normal. He should be wearing different clothes, or he should be a little older to be wearing a triple XL. Right? I mean, those are just generally the thoughts that we would think. All right. Um, Now I want you guys to open up your eyes, uh, and Jake, I want you to put on the screen. Wow. There you go. So we can see a five-year-old, reasonably a five-year-old, wearing clothes that are way too big for him, okay? Now, he's got a big smile on his face, but we all look at that and we chuckle a little bit. We laugh, all right? All right, you guys can take your seats. You guys can take your seats. Okay, so when, the reason why I wanted to, to open up that way is uh, in the passage that we're reading tonight, 
has a lot to do with wearing clothes that are too big for you, okay? Um, so if you have your Bibles, in Ephesians chapter 4, we're going to start, I'll just read it. Um, it'll be up on the screen too, uh, and it'll be starting in verse 15, uh, going through verse 24. All right, so this is the ESV, I'll just read it, and it'll be up on the screen for you too. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Now this I say and testify in the Lord, that you must no longer walk as the Gentiles do, in the futility of their minds. They are darkened in their understanding, alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Due to their hardness of heart, they have become callous and have given themselves up to sensuality, greedy to practice every kind of impurity. But that is not the way you learned Christ. Assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. All right. So... <clears throat> We have, uh, we have a very big passage here. It's a lot of, lot of verses. Um, <clears throat> but I want my, I'll put the first, put the first point up there. If the, I want you guys to leave, like, thinking about anything. If you're going to remember anything that I want you to hear, it's this. We need to grow up. This is what Paul, who wrote this, is talking about. You know, you start off in verse 15 Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up into Christ. We're not supposed to be little children. We're supposed to be adults. We're supposed to grow up into him. Okay. Now, the context for all of this, which is you know, the setting. Why is he talking about growing up? Where is that coming from? Um, did, did you guys have next last week? Yeah? Okay. Um, <clears throat> So last week, they probably talked about this, but in verse 14, which we can put up on the screen too, um, there's this whole chain of events that's happening uh, that Christ came and he gave teachers, and he gave these teachers to equip the church um, until Christ would come back, and he gave these teachers to equip that they would not be children, and he's talking about the church, okay? I came, I gave you these teachers, you're supposed to listen to them and, and be, you know, take what they are giving you, their words, and not be children who are tossed to and fro by the waves of the sea, All right? You know, you have a, a pirate ship sitting in the middle of the bay, if it doesn't have its anchor down, and when the storms come... It'll ebb and it'll flow. It'll go this way, it'll go that way, and it'll ram into things. It doesn't stay still. And that's what he's guarding against. He's saying, guys, don't do that. Okay? He's saying, rather, which is in our passage, verse 15, rather, we're to grow up. Okay, so you have a contrast now. Children, on this side, 
and grown-ups on this side. We're not supposed to be like that, okay? He's clearly telling us that we should not be that way, okay? So we need to grow up into him, all right? Have you guys ever, uh, well, I guess I'll tell you this story. When I was about 12 years old, 13, um, my mom would always go shopping at Goodwill. Yeah, I know. The prices are wonderful, right? Maybe you could find like a fur coat or something, maybe get some good shoes, but um, I didn't like it because I always thought to myself, man, I don't want to wear someone's like sweaty, nasty, like raggedy clothes that maybe they wore for like 10 years and now are giving up. I just thought that was weird. But anyway, I'm, I'm like 13 years old and I was a really small guy. Like I didn't, I was maybe about yay tall. I was not very big. And my mom bought me a double XL shirt that I did not fit into in any way, shape, or form. And, and I'm like, Mom, this doesn't fit, and I don't like it. And maybe some of you are anticipating this. What did my mom say to me? You'll grow into it. Yep. She said, don't worry. Don't worry, baby. You're going to grow into it. And I'm like, oh, I hate it when she says that because now I'm going to have to wear this thing that I don't like, and I'm going to get laughed at, which I did. That's besides the point. Um, So that kind of imagery there, uh, that picture, you know, uh, with that, you know, the little boy wearing the big suit, uh, this is where Paul, who wrote this, that's where he's going. All right? Think of Christ in this passage as like a shirt size or like a clothing size that we wear and it shouldn't be fully there. We shouldn't be able to fill it out yet, okay? It should look a little big on us. But, all right, we need to grow up by looking to Jesus and being in him, all right? Then we're going to fill out those clothes, I may not be a double XL now, but the clothes I'm wearing today, I would not have fit in if I was 13 years old. Okay? But over time, I got older, I got bigger, and now I can fit into a large size shirt when I wore a small. So that that that's where what Paul is thinking about here. He's like, guys, don't be immature, grow up which I can assume is probably true for what we all want. We all want to grow up. We don't want to be like five years old forever. We don't want to be like six forever. We want to, we want to grow up. We want our lives to progress. <clears throat> but he, he's saying, you know, when you have these two camps here, children and adults, they live, each of those camps lives in a way that shows the kind of clothes that they're wearing, okay? So I want you guys to keep imagining, you know, you know you're in the clothing store and you're trying to figure out which, which size to get, all right? And he says, in, starting in verse 17, that you must no longer live like the Gentiles. So this is point two. So the first point, we need to grow up. Second point, we need to not live like the Gentiles. Uh, Gentiles is a fancy word for the world. Okay? Don't live like the world. How many have siblings? Okay? 
How many of you are like the youngest sibling? That's me. Okay. Yep. Okay, cool. So I have two older brothers, and everything that I did, I did to copy them. I would totally do whatever they were doing because what they were doing was cool, and I wanted to annoy them. So if you're an older sibling in here and you ever wonder if my younger siblings are purposely trying to annoy me, the answer is yes. Okay. Uh, I would totally do whatever I could to annoy them by copying them. And it made them angry, which I succeeded in. But anyway, when you have these two camps before you, uh, that how you're going to live your life is going to represent who you're copying. Am I going to copy the children of the world? No, No, I shouldn't, right? So that's that's the main point. That's why I was saying earlier, if you guys want to hear anything from what I'm saying, we need to grow up. We need to not live this way, okay? Don't live like the world. What are the clothes that the world wears? So they're children, okay? They're going to wear clothes that fit them. So it's going to be, five-year-old's clothes, right? But that's not going to fit on someone who's an adult on this side. So when we're standing back and we're looking at it, okay, we're going to see, do I live this way or do I live this way? How, do, how am I supposed to? So if he's telling me that I'm supposed to grow up this way, like how do, how do I do that? And it's by not living this way, okay? You guys tracking with me so far? Give me some, maybe some head nods, maybe some not head nods. Okay, just making sure. <clears throat> I don't want to lose any of you here. So, the, the world lives in a way that shows what size clothes they wear. And the same is true for you. How you live will show what size clothes you wear. If you live like the world, you're wearing these clothes, Dirty, tight, raggedy, that's, that's your camp. But if you live like Christ and try to become more Christ-like, you're going to wear clothes that one day you're going to grow into. And you want to strive to grow into that. You want to work hard to grow into that. Okay? So then, how? how? Okay? If we're supposed to live like Jesus, you know, I hear that this man walks on water he never sins. He never, you know, had a millisecond of a bad attitude. How am I supposed to do that? Okay? And he goes on uh, in this passage here. Uh, point three, which is verses 21 to 22. We need to take off the old self. Take off the clothes that are in this camp. Don't, don't wear this. Okay? You need to put on this. Those po- these points go hand in hand. Take off that and put on this. Okay? And we're all, when we're all sinners, which we are, we're all wearing these clothes by default. This is us. Standing here thinking that we're wearing the right clothes. People looking at us saying, yeah, no, that works. They don't laugh. They don't chuckle. It's normal. I can tell you this. In Jesus' day, he was not viewed as normal. 
People hated him. They wanted him dead. He would walk into the city and the, and the, the, the big leaders in the church, the, the synagogue, they were plotting to kill him. They were looking at him and they were seeing something that was socially unacceptable, wearing these massive clothes that he filled out very well. And they're like, no, no, we got to be this way. We get, this is what's normal. This is what my friends are doing. This is what the world tells me what to do. That's where I want to be. That's where it's comfortable. I'm not wearing these, you know, big, raggedy clothes. I'm wearing what's comfortable. I'm just, I'm just trying to be here, trying to be myself. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to, you know, stick out. But that's not what he's saying. He's saying, guys, don't be kids. Right? Other, other passages that talk about this are in Hebrews uh, chapter 5, verses 13 through 14. It says, everyone who lives on milk, infants, kids, babies, they're unskilled in the word of righteousness because they're children, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish between good and evil. So when you grow up, that process of growing up, you get to see, this is where I actually should be. You know, when I was, uh, I must have been six, six or seven, and I, I did not understand why when I'm sitting down at a restaurant, if I'm hungry, I just, you know, stuff my face with food. Like, that's just normal. I'm hungry. I'll just do that. And I didn't understand why I, my parents are like, Eli, you have to slow down. Don't eat so fast. It's impolite. And I'm like, what do you mean it's impolite? It feels good. I'm hungry. There's food in front of me. Let me eat it. Stop trying to tell me that I can't eat the food that's in front of me. But now as I've gotten older, I look at that and I'm like, you know what? It is kind of odd when someone's just sitting there stuffing their face with food really, really quickly uh, to their heart's content. Like, that's just, we just don't want to, like, now I see as I've gotten older some of the things that, you know, I've been doing, and I'm like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. That's that process of growing up and being mature as you can see it. You can see both of those camps, right? The next, the next passage is 1 Peter 2. Two through three. Like newborn infants, they long for the spiritual milk that you it, that by it you may grow up into salvation. And then verse three, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. There's there's that idea there again. Infants, like, no, don't be an infant. Be an adult. Grow up. And you're going to do it by not living like the world, but by living like Christ. Okay? And how am I going to live like Christ? When you take off those old clothes, you have to have something to put on. And you put on that new self. Now, 
in, in the passage here, uh, the old self is supposed to represent everything that we do and how we're living. Okay? But it all ties back to Adam and who he is. That's the old. Okay? The old self, another way it could be uh, said is the old man is fading away. Take off that old man. That's a weird idea, you know. How am I supposed to take off like an old man? Like what? And then he says, but put on the new man. So if the old man is... Adam, and he's been cursed. I mean, we all remember the story of Adam and Eve in the garden. He ate of the fruit he wasn't supposed to, and, and God kicked them out of the Garden of Eden, right? And then because of that, we're all sinners. Thanks, right? So if he's the old man, who's the new man? Who's the new man? Jesus. Let's see. Sunday school answer. Jesus is the new man. And under him, you can have new life. You get these clothes that though they might be big on you at first, you'll grow into, fill out, and live the life that he's called you to live through his word. That's what he wants. You honor him. When you grow up into him and you obey what he says, you're honoring the God who created you. And he loves you enough that he knew everything. He knew that this is what, you know, our default state is like. He knows that we're little toddlers who are wearing clothes that fit us, and we need to be wearing that. And he still made us. Knowing everything we we're ever going to do wrong, he still made you. That's profound. Because he wants you to grow up like him into him, okay? If you put on that new man, you're going to be wearing the uniform of the church. So this is where we get into what the whole series is about. When you put on Jesus and you put on that new man, you are wearing the unified one body, one mind, one spirit, one truth, all of that comes together in Christ. And that, that's the whole point. That's what we should do. That's what we should want. And if we don't want that, we should pray that we do. We should pray for the desire to want more of Christ because the old man is passing away. Okay? You know, Thanos snaps his fingers, and you see people flying away like the dust. That's what's happening to those who are wearing the old man. One day, when Christ comes back, if you're wearing this, that's not good news. But he's telling you right now, you can grow up, love me, be with me, put me on. And you will be with me forever. That's great news. So that's why this is an important thing. We should want that. We should. 
And if you live like the world does, you are going to be in the world's inheritance, the dust, just like Thanos. You guys like like the Marvel movies? I, I've only seen the the Avengers ones. I've never really seen all the all the other ones. I didn't care too much, but maybe you guys do. <clears throat> so don't settle for just a little bit of Jesus. Okay? Don't don't hold back and just you know, as I see these two camps here, you know, and I see these clothes that I'm supposed to be wearing and grow up into, and I see that, you know, I just kind of want to, I'll just stay passive. And, and you know, just, it's gonna, I'm not going to do anything about it. It's going to be okay. Like, may, maybe these clothes aren't as bad as I really thought. That's a little weird. I don't want to do that. Don't settle for that. Don't settle for, you know, I'll just wear big enough, so- like too big a socks, and then everything else will be fine you got to be invested into one or the other. It's God or the world, because they don't mix. 1 John says that he who loves the world, he does not love God. We have to be one or the other. So where are you? Really ask yourself that question. Are you here or are you over here? Because if you're over here, there's good news for you. There's a wardrobe of amazing goodness waiting for you. You just got to put it on. You just got to put it on. Because our Lord, our God, he loves to satisfy and save and sustain his people. Those who are wearing his uniform and are Christ-like, he loves to be with them. And he loves to love them. And he loves to satisfy them with himself. If he is the greatest being in the world, if he, if he is, then if we don't believe that and we don't act in accordance with what he says, there's something wrong in our own hearts. There's something wrong here. It's not something wrong with him because if he is perfect and he is amazing and we're not living that way, that's not his fault. That's ours. So we have to put those clothes on. We have to. We have to fill them out. Don't live like the world, but live like Christ. Be united. Be together. One body, one mind, one spirit, wearing the uniform of Christ. That's the new self. So, we need to grow up into Jesus by not living like the world. And how do we do that? By taking off that old self with its passions with its desires, with everything that pertains to it. We need to take that off. And we need to put on Christ and everything that pertains with him. Living a life for him. Being with him. And, and, and ultimately, being satisfied in him. So here in this passage, that, that's what Paul 
wants us to see. That's what God wants us to see. Don't be children, but be mature. Be mature. Guys, I really want you to, to understand this because this gospel message for you is not something that you can just let sit on that back burner and say, you know, it's just gonna, it's just gonna fester back there. It's just gonna be its own thing, and I'm not gonna worry about it too much. I'm not gonna, um, I'll just, you know, maybe maybe when the time comes, then I'll wear these. This command is to you today. This, this book is written to all of you. So it's not something that we should just you know, forget about, put on the back. But we should live this out now. Today. Start now. When we wear these clothes and we grow up into him, I promise you that you will be greatly appreciative of that. So, with all that being said and done, um, I, I really I want to pray for us, and then, and then I want us to uh, just really wrestle with that idea of, I don't want to be a child. I don't want to be what, what, what he's saying is going to perish away, but I want to be in him, joined together in the body. is one truth, and I want to be equipped for that. So I want to pray that that would be the desires of our heart because I, I want that for my own heart and I fail in that. And I want more of Jesus every day and I want that for you too. So let me pray. Dear Lord, I just come up and pray to you that there would be no lies from the enemy, that there would be nothing that would prohibit your word from landing on these students here tonight. Uh, And just pray that through your spirit there would be healing, that we would put on Christ, and that we would take off the world. Let's not live that way. And to truly, genuinely want you and more of you. May these students not give up with just a taste, but Lord, that their soul would long for you, that they would want you, that they would wake up in the morning and say, I want more of Christ. Lord, I pray that over them, and I, and I pray that there would be healing and that your spirit would move, and through it all, you would be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen.